1: Well, hello, 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 and how? Welcome to the Forbes Factor. We talk about health, wealth, and happiness. Uh, I'm pretty happy. The where in the Forbes Riley game is? I'm actually back in Tampa uh, between a very long trip that was out in Vegas, then California, uh, then off to Nashville, and back home. So, what have I been up to? Well, I've been. Number one, I'm very lucky. We went out to Vegas for the final prep of Joshua's Mr. World competition, WFF, the World Fitness Federation. Went out to Huntington Beach. There were 14 different countries represented. And Joshua won Mr. World. Yeah, I know. It sounds crazy. The Woo! Crowd goes wild. Yeah, I know, right? I mean, it was freaking awesome. If you want to see some of the photos and the highlights, you have to go to my Instagram page, Forbes underscore Riley. Or go to Joshua's page. And that's Joshua, J-O-S-H-U-A. Self as in selfie. Myself. Yourself. I love when I, when he first told me that self was his last name, I was like, that's a bodybuilder joke, isn't it? And he's like, no, it's my family heritage name. And I'm like, oh, okay. And now it looks like I might become Mrs. Self. And it's like, oh, this is crazy. All right. So it's an odd name, but now it's going to be me, myself and I, and everyone's going to laugh going, she's the ultimate selfie, but whatever. When you see Joshua, uh, Joshua looks a lot like Captain America wishes he would look. And it was exciting and <laughs> nerve-wracking, and I will tell you. Now, but here's the crazy thing, you guys, who love me and follow me, and I appreciate you so much, is that I got to this event uh, the night before, Josh, when I met with the, uh, the judges. We went out to dinner, and the whole reigning body, not just the judges, but they didn't know me from Adam, right? So we meet, we talk, and you know how I share in all my podcasts and radio shows how you up your game and change your revenue and 10x your life. Well, one of them is simply how you introduce yourself. How do you enroll, engage, and excite somebody so much upon meeting you that they can't wait to take massive action? Isn't that why we network anyway, right? All right, so we're at a dinner, Mm -hmm. and the truth is I was really letting Joshua do his thing, Um, but he's not very social. He's much better in the gym and in private than he is. So he's kind of sitting there just being his door. And he's also tired because he's been really, really, really low on carbs and water the night before the competition. And I start, you know, jibber jabbering like Forbes Riley will do. And they said, hey, you know what? You're really motivational. Would you mind getting on stage? Because we want to really talk about more women in this sport and do a little motivational speech. Hello. So many of you say, how do I get booked? How do you get booked? You stand in a space of authenticity and do what you do best. And so there we are. The competition was two days. Day one was all these massive bodybuilders. Day two, Joshua. And when we get there at noon and it turns out he actually won't go on until 730. We don't know that. But about 330, they invite me up on stage and I do a beautiful motivational speech about, you know, dedication, commitment, what it means to live with Joshua and see what a world champion. We don't know if he's won at that moment. Um, but how inspiring he has been. And then to kind of turn it around to what women are and how powerful we are and how for women, we're not trying to compete with men. We just want to kind of complete with men. We don't want to be you. I don't want you to be us. But I would like to find a healthy balance where people don't say to me, "All oh, Forbes, do you just speak to women's groups? No, I speak to people who have a heart, a soul, and want to get better in life, and they seem to come in both sexes. In fact, the majority of my audience seems to be men. Uh, in my Forbes factor lives which I do four times a year and the next one's coming up in February I have 60% men aged 19 to 72 as might been my oldest now why is that because I'm here talking about the truth talking about you know giving you guys blueprints and authentic ways and I just did a training two days ago get this I did something crazy and if you guys wouldn't you know get out your pen and piece of paper the way my, my crew always knows they need to And I went online, and I did a little something. Well, I woke up the next morning, and that little something turned into $642. Want to know what I did? Well, a lot of people do. So I created a little webinar called ForbesFriends.com. Go to Forbes. This is Forbes and Friends? No, ForbesFriends.com. Go to that and see what I did. If you really, really want to watch the entire webinar, just drop me a private message on Facebook, and I will give you the one-hour free just no cost at all. There's no cost to listen to this, but I'll show you how with literally a couple of clicks, and you get to sign up for free. I made six hundred and forty-two dollars in one night. Now, you want a Christmas present of a new car? Do that ten times, and now you've got sixty, you know, six thousand dollars or sixty thousand dollars once you learn the systems. So, I've got two amazing guests today, and I'm going to start with a woman who, uh, you know, it, it, she she what she, one thing she does is create cultures, right? Because it really is like the culture drives employees and managers at every level in every business, and we know that. And she has truly created a system, um, a little bit like IKEA Simplicity, although if you've ever actually ordered from IKEA, it's not quite as simple. There may be no words, but there's <laughs> lots of parts in the screwdriver. <laughs> But she is a leadership and cultural consultant. Now I don't quite know what that means because I would like some more culture. I'd like to know which fork to eat with, but I don't think that's quite what she does. She's a very sought-after <laughs> speaker, media personality, author of the Better Boss Blueprint, and the founder of the Leadership Project. Please give a rousing round of applause to Ms. Shani Magoski. Shani, are you there? Thank you, for Yay. I'm here. Thank you All for right. having me on the show today. Oh, you are very welcome. I watched some of your video on your website. You're quite engaging and uh, fascinating to me. And you've gone through a lot to get where you are. I sure as
2: hell (laughs) have. And I think that's what a lot of my clients really appreciate about me is that I've walked in their shoes. And I've managed people and, and been in in various leadership positions in different functional areas in different industries. And I've had sales quotas and had to meet budgets and all that sort of stuff. And so I'm not the kind of consultant that just tells people what to do without having once been tasked with doing it myself.
1: Well, I love that. What's one of the most important things we need to know about leadership, do you think? What I often say to
2: questions like that is something really simple but not easy to do, which is (laughs) shut up and listen more.
1: (laughs) All right. Well, now, um, huh? I don't know if I would agree with that. Maybe because I'm not around (laughs) the smartest people in the bunch. I don't know. But if I shut up, usually there's no sound happening at all. Uh, (laughs) I'm just kidding. Okay. Well, fair enough. So I'll tell you where that's
2: coming from. It's coming from a place of, most, of, most people talk so much that they're not truly listening to other people. Even when they think they're listening, there's a, a, there's a talk track in their head that is prompting them to think about, oh, what am I going to say next so I sound smart? Or what, what, what am I going to ask next to keep the conversation going? As opposed to truly listening and not being so attached to having to be right. And, and so the the idea that if we are more open and we're asking more curious questions to really figure out what other people want, whether it's our colleagues, our direct reports, our customers, our
1: vendors, our stockholders, then we'll learn a whole lot more. That's what I mean by shut up and listen more. <laughs> uh, well no, it actually that's very interesting. Uh, like you said, obviously, if you're in a leadership position, a lot of people, You know, it is fascinating. I teach a class called Crush It on Camera, and Mm. when people don't really listen, they lose. Totally. You are sometimes so intent on getting whatever it is in your head, like I said, like you said, getting it right or, you know, kind of wanting to jump rope, that especially in sales, I was kind of doing a consultation on like literally just micro niching a little bit about how do you really listen and i watched the salesman we we're kind of doing some role playing and the salesman never actually listened to a single word the person was saying which was fascinating to me the the one of the objections we were selling the world's largest travel club and the the uh, the role play was this woman is like oh i work as a nurse i only have one week a year and the salesman then said wow you know but how you could imagine making money when you travel i said you didn't listen at all to what the person just said they have a time issue. They have one week. If you, what are they really looking for? What can you really solve? And so, I just think we need to retrain how people listen. Yes. So
2: really? we're we we're having a violent agreement about this because that's that's a, that's a perfect example of what I see out there commonly, not just in salespeople but in in leadership broadly. And I think part of it is socialized because leaders somehow think that they're expected to know all the answers and to be the smartest person in the room and to give people the direction. And that's, frankly, a very outdated model of leadership. That may have worked in the command and control environment of 20, 30 years ago and, and further back than that, but with the mix of generations that we have in the workplace now and the speed at which innovation and change is happening, nobody can possibly know everything, and the best leaders are the ones that know when to ask for help, that know, the, know what, what questions to ask of other people, and, and hire people to, to, I forget what Guru said this, but I just quoted it the other day, and I love the quote, is we hire people uh, not so that we can tell them what to do, so that they can tell us what to do. <laughs> good good people that is are you
1: there
2: yes can you can you still hello? hear me
1: hello hello
3: Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword Voice America. You
0: are listening to The Forbes Factor. To call in with a question or comment, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795 or send an email to Forbes at ForbesRiley.com. Now back to the show. Here's Forbes Riley.
1: Hey, everybody. and Welcome back. We're talking to Shani Magoski about leadership. Um, and one of the things that she said is you "No, know, not everybody knows everything. Well, I can totally challenge that and prove you 100% wrong. I am the mother of two 15-year-olds. You know everything. <laughs> and yes. I'll tell you that. Nobody knows well, everything think, except teenagers. Just ask them. That, that's exactly what I was going to say. But I'll tell you the crazy thing. is: So my son plays. Uh, he just got bummed up to varsity football as the quarterback, which is amazing. At six foot 6'3". Uh, but my nice. daughter is a, is a guru digital marketer. And she has a book coming out called Every Company Needs a Kid. And what one of the things that you said as you were talking is that one of the biggest mistakes that I made in my life was not to listen to her early enough. One of the examples is "Mommy, Mommy, Bitcoin, this thing is coming out as a hundred dollars. Will you buy me one? No Mommy, Mommy, Bitcoin is a thousand dollars. Mommy, will you buy me one i 'm like, no, what, I, no, a thousand dollars for a fourteen year no Mommy, Mommy, Bitcoin just went up to five thousand dollars and you missed it
2: <laughs> That, that reminds like, wow. me of
1: my my my, my brother in law gives me crap
2: every time I see him uh, because I dissuaded him from buying Google. At right after the IPO, because it had run up so fast. And, of course, it's it's only gotten multiples and multiples higher of that since then. So, yeah, your your daughter nagging you about Bitcoin and my brother-in-law
1: bitching at me about Google. <laughs> well, actually, my daughter also saved my company when she was eight years old, $48,000. And so how did she do that? And just the interesting thing that you point out about leadership and listening is that we as a team were trying to figure out how to make this product you know, much more affordable by lowering the price or doing something to meet a margin. And none of us could figure it out. And my daughter walked in. Have you ever seen my spin gym, Shani? Yes, I have. So you know, it retails for a certain price and it comes with five components, a bag, a book, a DVD, and a manual. And none of that's coming out because that's the product. Well, she walked in and in her little innocence said, Mommy, why don't you take out the bag it comes in? Well, the bag has nice branding and it's made of neoprene. And the truth is, it really has nothing to do with the product. And save us fifty-five cents a piece times seventy-five thousand units. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh my gosh, I would have none of us had ever that would have never crossed our minds. So, yeah. what's one what of the biggest one of the biggest takeaways that you've learned as a leader? And you've done well. I mean, if you read her, her um, Shani's list of things working from Goldman Sachs to uh, just other development teams, you've really been around. I mean, you were a general manager of the media, starred company Plum TV out in Vail, Colorado. You've seen and heard a lot. First of all, are you now at that point in your life where you said, look, I've learned all this and my job now is to teach other people? 100%. That's exactly why I shifted into consulting and
2: coaching. I had just done a lot of things, learned a lot of stuff the hard way, which which is a great way to learn, granted, and was just really passionate about developing other people. It was my favorite part of leading was the strategy and the culture building and the people development, mm-hmm. and it was just a natural to go to start my own business and, and kind of teach others how to do it. And I'm a very independent, autonomous, adventure-seeking person, and so, frankly, being an entrepreneur suited my personality and my lust for travel
1: better than working for a big fortune 500 company. <laughs> well, no no, I think that's cool. What advice would you give to somebody who may want to leave corporate America? What things did you put in place?
2: Plan and then take the leap. It the, the biggest thing that holds people back is is their fear. And I think we we accentuate the the fear so much about decisions that it holds us back from living our lives, and, and and that I see that a lot in people's careers. And so I think, sure, be thoughtful about it before I quit a, a good paying job with benefits and a paycheck every two months and or sorry every two weeks and so forth. I I spent time planning and budgeting and going through upside scenarios, downside scenarios, getting buy in from my husband at the time, and and then you just have to do it because what's the worst thing that can happen? If, it, if you fail, it's not really a failure because anyone who is the least bit resilient picks themselves up and learns from the failure and then does something differently and better the next time. And, uh, you know, I guess a little bit of my personal story, which is what got me to that point of saying screw it to fear, is my first husband died of stage four colon cancer at 27 years old. He was diagnosed and passed away less than uh, just over six months later. And I, I was 26 years old at the time. He was 27. And as you can imagine, it it's the whole thing threw us for a loop. And like, I don't want people to have to suffer tragedies To have them wake up and live their lives and not let fear hold them back from making decisions that will make them happier and healthy and more effective because they all go together. They're inextricably linked. Someone who's not happy and healthy is not going to be
1: as effective as a leader as, as someone who is sick and miserable. Okay, so go back for a second. We've all had tragedies in our lives. I've had a couple of murders in my life, some really sick, crazy stuff. I lost both my parents to cancer. How does a 26-year-old young bride rebound from that? Uh, she didn't
2: for a while, quite frankly. I was I was a mess. I threw myself into work because that's the only thing that I could focus on that made any sense to me at the time. And I I... I, I would say I, I I tried to go through it alone, and I didn't really get the help I needed to to work through it emotionally. And so what ended up happening was I bottled it up and and talk about disease, becoming sickness. Like I got so sick in every in so many different parts of my body that it it almost shut down to the point where, one of my bosses was like, what is wrong with you? Like go on vacation, like take a break. You got to rest. Like you're, you're sick all the time. There's so many things going on. And I kind of knew I was doing it to myself. And so I finally took all the pent up anger and rage and bitterness and sadness and like fill in the blank with the emotion that is, would go through anyone's head, let alone a 26 year old, um, And, and I just, I went away and, and journaled and read and thought and meditated and, and realized like, no one's going to fix this but me. Like no one's going to ride in on, on a, on a horse with a a platter full of here's how you fix this. And and so I started getting really serious about it and I made some big decisions about my career and where I lived. I picked up and I moved to LA from New York and, and I did a whole bunch of things, but it was I, I would say going through the, the, the mistakes of, of dealing with gr- grief alone um, that ultimately led me to the place where I was courageous enough to, to make some
1: choices and some decisions that freed me up to move on. Wow. Wow, that is an ins- that's a very powerful conversation. Um, how important is writing a book in your world? Well, it's funny you ask because it's it's been very important for me
2: to write a book about that experience for many, many years. And it was one of those things, you know how you have something on your to-do list and it's there next month, next quarter, next year, it's still there in five years and 10 years. Well, writing the book was that thing for me. (laughs) I was like, I work all the time, I travel a lot, I don't have time, and I finally wrote the story of what happened with me and Alan as the introduction to the Better Boss Blueprint, which you mentioned when you were introducing me. Thank you for that, because I would say that it really planted the seeds for, I think, why I'm so passionate about culture, because businesses are about the people, And, and if we're not treating people with with respect and letting them grow and letting them develop and letting them not be afraid to take smart risks and, and, and do things a little bit differently, then we're never going to achieve the business success. And, and specifically what taught me that in this situation with Alan was my manager and manager's manager when I was at Goldman Sachs going through this, they were incredible. So supportive, like they were so there for me they had my back and and never made me feel bad about missing work when he was sick or
1: taking time off after he passed away and, and here's giving a quick me the question for you. i'm going to totally change yeah. i'm going to totally shift because i am impassioned about you but i'm going to run out of time i only have about three moments for yeah. my next break what's your first memory in life
2: Gosh, my first memory in life is making snow angels in the schoolyard
1: across from the building where my parents lived when I was born. And what decision does a little girl make about life based on that? <laughs> oh,
2: to, to 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 not be afraid to jump into the
1: beautiful, wet, white, crystally snow and make her mark. Okay, so stop for mark. one second. Yeah, so stop for one second. <laughs> everyone, everyone who's listening has to hear this because this is my signature training how is how is that how is that change how is that part of your life you are you a person who just jumps into things and gets them done i am i
2: mean but With not a- in an impetuous way i'm i'm, I'm the person who like jumps in
1: to enjoy life and, and right, jumps but, in and, that's, and but that's takes what's so risks. But, but you have to understand, girl, that's how you are wired, which is so exciting for me to hear. You are someone who jumps in and takes risks and it's it shows up for you because that's not really your first memory, just so you know. But what it is, is it's one of your favorite memories because it drives the hard drive of everything you do and congratulations. It made getting through the Thank death you. of your husband that much easier because most people might have crumbled and died if their decisions about life were different than yours. Yeah. I love that. Thank you for asking me
2: that question. I have a huge smile on my face right now.
1: Well, good. You are very, very welcome. I teach a thing called the Forbes Factor because it delights me to no end to have people have smiles on their faces. Um, And then if their first memory (laughs) is not good, we go ahead and we tweak it because it just changes everything. It's like the bottom trampoline of your brain. You happen to have a yeah. really, really good one. And unfortunately, i got to leave in about 30 seconds. But I know you also have a podcast. So I'm going to pitch that at some point I end up on your podcast. And we talk a little bit more because this yes. was too nice. Yeah. Yes. The Leadership right, my, Show. We're going to get you booked soon. There you go, my leadership. Well, i got to tell you, I, right <laughs> now we need to go jump in and make some awesome snow angels. And (laughs) being angels to all the people who support me. Jenny, thank you so very much. When we come back, I've got Luke Nestler. He is the CEO of Impact Media, and you're going to want to hear literally, we're just about 10xing. So, right now, we 10x your spirit and understand leadership. Coming up next, we're going to understand how to truly get you moving forward on this blueprint we've created for you. Don't go away. You're listening to The Forbes Factor.
3: Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword Voice America.
2: Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel.
0: You are listening to The Forbes Factor, to call in with a question or comment please call 1-866-472-5795 that's 1-866-472-5795 or send an email to forbes at forbesriley.com now back to the show here's forbes riley hey
1: everybody so as we're getting ready to close out 2018 I I love mottos. I love war cries. My my motto and my war cry for last 2018, this last year, was you get what you tolerate. Yep. That means if you're in a relationship too long, you're stuck at a job too long, you're not making the money that you want, people don't respect or believe you, guess what? You've tolerated it. You said it's okay to put me down. It's okay for me not to succeed. It's okay. Well, it's not okay for me. It's why you're listening to the show. It's why everybody who comes in contact and touches me makes money and gets thinner. And sometimes the most unlikely of places. I'll invite all of you guys completely for free. If you love hanging out with me and actually want to talk to me in person, one you can always call in while we're live on the radio, here at Voice America and my iTunes podcast, or one week, one day, one one hour a week on Thursdays. I actually coach live in person. It's me, me, my laptop, and you know several hundred of my closest friends. Go to permission. Granted Productions with an S.com. I make it complicated so that it's hard to get there, but once you're there, it's worth it. Permission Granted Productions.com. And it really is this amazing hour. Well, what has that been about? Well, I'll tell you what, it's spurned people into my coaching, my trainings, because if you can get over the emotional baggage and BS that's holding you down, that's a really good start. You just heard that Shani's first memory was very positive, and she's a wildly successful woman who's also gotten over and moved on from the death of her husband in her 20s. The way you do that is to have all of these tools in your arsenal, so please join me. Now, one of the other things that you can do for yourself, stop struggling. Stop struggling financially, emotionally, physically. We've fixed a lot of these things. you just got to do some simple systems, and nobody knows about systems better than my next guest, Luke Nessler. He's the CEO of of impact media and if you have ever worked with a media agency these guys are smart yeah i mean they can make money on facebook i mean you and i are playing around on facebook they're trading time for massive dollars these are the kind of guys you want to hang out with one is one of my partners named ben featherstone i know he's out there listening today and luke i want to welcome you to the show
4: forbes it's a pleasure to be here thanks for having me on
1: Oh, you're welcome now. I do have to say so I was talking a little bit about my daughter uh because fifteen year olds know everything if you ever want to know anything just ask them um and apparently you may be very successful financially, but dude, you can't spell impact has a c not a k <laughs> that's
4: right we uh we when my business partner and I started this company oh about six years ago we uh we wanted to be different um so we we're like let's 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 change the name up let's make a let's put a k in there um and that's about as good as that story gets. So we're no, two guys no, 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 no.
1: It does not. No, nope, yeah. no. Luke, I'll tell you what. I'll, I'll trade you time for services. This is not as good as the story gets. I'm an <laughs> expert at this. No, no, and I'll tell you why. Because I'm, how about I make it better for you and make it everlasting? Would that be a good gift for let's you? Let's do it. All right. Let's, let's so, hey, my it. name is Forbes. Forbes Riley. Forbes as in the magazine. Now, when I say that, I just dropped in a nugget of what? Am I successful? Am I rich? Am I maybe I'm in the magazine? Am I hanging out dinner with Oprah? You got all that imagery, right?
4: Yeah, absolutely. And
1: that well, that happens when you network. So, hey, you know, my name is Luke Nestler of Impact Media. Now we spell Impact with a K, not a C, because we can kill it.
4: Mm, I love that. I, I you know what? I might use that moving forward. I might I use that. Good. I do like that.
1: <laughs> well, I'll tell you why. It's I'll tell you why it's good. Because for a second there, I stopped, I had to visualize what impact means when I do type it as a URL, I'm going to think about that K. And if you're killing it, oh my god, I want to talk to these all of that in one cute little kind of punny sentence that I think will actually be very valuable. So just 10% of whatever you get from that, let me know. (laughs)
4: <laughs> that's that's absolutely, that's fine. Hey, I, before we get into this, I, I have to thank you. I didn't get a chance to uh, to mention this before we came on air, but you and I have actually met at uh, last year at the 10X Growth Con. I don't know if, if you remember, you were walking around the concourse and you came up behind me and I was with one of your guys, uh, also named Luke, that was, uh, that was there helping promote you and your brand and your products. And, and you came up behind me and uh, I was in the middle of a conversation with Luke and, and a couple of other guys and I was cracking a fat joke on myself that Luke with you was the the Jack Rip Luke and I said I'm the other Luke I'm the I'm the fat Luke and uh, and you absolutely tore me apart and made me realize how big of a problem that was and how I should not look at myself and talk down to myself and I've got I got to tell you since then I was 275 pounds at that event today I'm 240 pounds because you literally flipped my mindset and uh, and I, I appreciate that so I haven't reached out to you and told you that on social media I wanted to wait till we got on this show uh, so I, I do I do oh yeah I appreciate uh, uh the help
1: well I will tell you first of all I do very very specifically remember reaching behind you and, and having that conversation because it's a little bold yeah. on my part but you were very gracious about it <laughs> um, and congratulations you know it's funny I teach I have a weight loss series I certainly have my spin gym and I have business classes so I teach a business class and the Stacey Saints came into my class and she is now 75 pounds lighter than she was mm. when, I saw, when, she, when I first met her in my studio in June. And we did not wow. put her on a diet. So one, thank wow. you for doing that and taking that because I'll tell you what, I do think, especially all of you guys who are listening right now, you're doing something else. You're either lying in bed, you're sitting at the table, you're at your office, you're driving, but somehow I'll, both Luke and my voice is right in your head right now. And If we could make your life better, because that's if you're meeting everybody that you need to exactly at the right moment, life is amazing, right? So the fact that you Absolutely. came back and told me that you've lost that, now did you go on a diet of any kind? Um,
4: I wouldn't call I, I would say I changed my diet. I heard you talking to the previous guest about, you know, look what you put in the, 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 the fuel in the Ferrari. And that's, I started training. I started competing in some cycling events. I started eating correctly instead of overeating. And, uh, and, and, you know, I practiced what you, what you preach and it worked. I, I did something about a problem that I knew was there and, um, I, I took action on it.
1: Well, and, and I appreciate you because that's one of the things that we teach in Forms Factor. We actually dissect people's words because of how you do something is how you do everything. If you're running a business about excellence and you don't physically feel that way about your body, which is the first thing people get to see, you kind of go, wow, is this person really acting in integrity? It says more about you than you would ever realize. Yeah, and I agree. And, when, and for those of you listening, when I went up behind Luke and I said that, he was making a joke about it. It's a self-effacing joke. Now, think about how many times you do that to yourself. Oh, I don't do that because I'm a klutz, or I don't really have the education for that. Or you'll tell people all your shortcomings and then wonder why they don't respect you the way you dream possible. Well, that's where the fake it till you make it, or as I like to say, build the illusion to achieve the dream. You know, don't, yeah, you need to be the first one on board your own ship. And I'll tell you what, Luke, if you want... I will uh, make it worth your while to come down to a Forbes Factor because we do an exercise in the middle of this five-day journey called Lifeboat that changes people forever in the most beautiful, glorious way. So I would invite you to come down. Uh, the next one at Forbes Factor Live is in February.
4: And I, I love think it.
1: I love of, it. Yeah, you'd be kind of a wonderful addition. So now we've talked all about me and what I'm up to, <laughs> no, but I'm <laughs> proud of you. Well, because the other thing, Thank too, you. is I have, an, I have an Eat Journal class. Because two things. One, diet is decisions I eat today. It's got nothing to do with the food or calories. You made a decision that being fit might be better for you so that you changed your food accordingly. Uh, my fiance, Joshua, is very strict on his diet because he was going to stand almost naked on stage and getting judged against everyone else in the world. Let me tell you something. He never cheated. I was blown away watching what true dedication and commitment can really be. So for people out there, like I said, last year was – you get what you tolerate 2019 for me the word is automation now I know in your world that means everything doesn't it
4: absolutely absolutely that's the game in my world for sure
1: can you explain to people out there who are so struggling and trading their time for dollars what automation might do for them no matter what their product service or company is
4: Yeah, so in in my world, when somebody says the the word automation, I immediately think of uh, social media advertising. And I know probably the majority of entrepreneurs, uh, professionals that listen to this have, at one point or another, tried social media, whether it's just posting on their Facebook page or or running an ad or boosting a post. But when when you follow a a proven process that you can execute yourself, you don't have to hire an agency if you're not to that point yet, you can literally set up an automated uh, process Process that allows you, your personal brand, your business to, to get massive attention, massive exposure, and then carry that automated process out to where it's working for you at all hours of the day to turn the people that are paying attention into into raving fans, those raving fans into paying customers. That's what we get hired to do, but that's also what I, I, I teach people how to do themselves because that's what saved my business. That's what took me from sleeping on the floor of my office to, to running a successful digital agency is implementing these automated uh, campaigns that help me get attention and turn that attention into revenue and sales.
1: So if somebody is just listening and they maybe are a brick and mortar, um, how do they do this leap of faith? See, one of the problems for me is I met a lot of people who say they can do what you're talking about and then just did not truly deliver what I had thought I'd been promised. Does that sound familiar? (laughs)
4: Oh, it does. My industry, and I'm sure this is the case in a lot of industries, it might even be the case in fitness industries, but everybody thinks they're an expert with Facebook ads because of this reason. We all have access to this tool. We all have access to Facebook. We all have access to Instagram. So there's so many people that aren't experts that say they are. The difference is we can all go to Dick's Sporting Goods and and buy the same set of golf clubs that Tiger Woods does, it doesn't, that he uses, but it doesn't mean that we can all swing and hit the ball the same way. So, yeah, there are a lot of people that teach you uh, methods or that will, you know, even worse, take your money and charge you to get results and then not get you a result. Um, if you do this the right way, you absolutely can, uh, can generate revenue because the whole game, what I, what I stand for, what I teach, what I talk about is attention equals dollars. And what that means is if nobody knows who you are, if nobody understands what you do, what you offer, and the benefit of it, you're never going to have an opportunity to a sale. Oh, they're going to use your, your competitor, who they do know. So the game starts with getting attention. So if you're in brick and mortar and you're like, Luke, I don't sell online, I can't use social media to generate revenue. You absolutely can. You have to utilize things like Facebook offer claim ads to generate attention and exposure and see how many people claimed your offer. And then you match it up with how many people brought that into the store and redeemed that offer, little tactics like that. But it's, it's an attention game. That's where it starts.
1: I love that now you sound very young. how can I ask how old you are
4: uh, well, I guess depending on who you're talking to i'm uh, i'm i'm, I'm twenty nine so you know i'm uh I'm, I'm young in comparison to my dad but uh there there are a lot of sixteen year old facebook ad experts quote unquote out there as well so i don't know i don't I don't feel young I'll put it that way
1: oh well, that is interesting so I got about a minute left you know my daughter is one of those sixteen year old facebook crazy girls who um Makes ads and builds funnels and designs campaigns for people and blows me away. I love that. Well, she can I get more it. done. And it, well, you know, it's funny because I, I don't know you have children just yet, but my twins are turning 16. And they remind me that they go to school eight hours a day. And it's not like they have a boss. You know, you can't really get fired from school, but you get an F and you have a whole lot of people mad at you. You don't get an A. You know, you got eight classes a day, eight different teachers, lots of home. And like, yeah, you guys do work really hard. So I was like, Mom, can I put you on a schedule so that you work a little bit harder? I see you getting up. Because in an entrepreneur's life, you can get up at 10 o'clock in the morning. You can go to, you know. but So consistency, and I learned a lot from those little kids. All right, I've got 30 seconds before I go off to a break. Uh, How about we invite you back, Mr. Luke, to give us a couple of actionable tips that somebody could do right now to actually generate something and change their online presence. Yes? Absolutely. All right, I love your energy. My name is Forbes Riley. You're listening to the Forbes Factory. We focus on health, wealth, and happiness. And today I have an abundance of all of that. You don't go away.
2: This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired.
0: There's never been another product like the Forbes Riley Spin Gym. So try it risk-free for 30 days. Visit buyspingym.com today.
3: Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. listening to
0: The Forbes Factor. To call in with a question or comment, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Forbes at ForbesRiley.com. Now back to the show. Here's Forbes Riley.
1: Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Hey, I'm going to interject with a couple of things. Really good news before we go today. I have a lead role in a new TV series on Amazon Prime. Yes, I have to tell you, this is seriously cool. For many of you know, I I grew up as an actress and a TV host. And right here in Orlando, we're shooting a new TV series called Transcend. Uh, It's about evil demons. I'm going to go shoot this weekend and I get to levitate some guy and blow up the predator because I'm kind of a bad good girl. I don't know. All I know is I love it. You can find it on Amazon Prime. If you're a Prime member, it's free. I just watched the first two episodes and I'm having a blast. So, that's the first thing. And the second thing is the holidays are coming up. If you want to learn how to get involved in Spin Gym, maybe make some more money being an affiliate, make sure you jump on my call on Thursday night at permissiongrantedproductions.com. Why? So that I can give you the permission you've all been waiting for to be fit, happy, health, sexy. What else do you want permission to do? Uh, travel, financial, freedom. I don't know. All the things you ever ask for. What if they could come true? Well, they do on Thursday nights at 8 o'clock Eastern every week. For me and so many other listeners. All right, so we're now learning how to maximize our time and our money online. Luke, you out there? I am. I'm here. All right, so you make money doing all of this. And by the way, um, I need can my engineer type in, what am I going to type in here for somebody to call in if they have a question? I will tell everybody the calling number. But what would you tell somebody who says, you know what, I've never made a dime online, Luke. How can I possibly do that? Where would you start?
4: Yeah, it's 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 really it's looking at, obviously, what you're selling and starting at the end. What's the end goal? We call it a, key, a KPI, a Key Performance Indicator. What's that one thing that if you invest your time and, and, and more importantly, your money, what are you actually going to get out of your online marketing? So, for example, with me, I sell a service. You're not going to transact with me by buying online. So my end goal is to generate a lead, a name, a phone number, and an email. So for my, my real estate friends, my network marketing friends, my um, wedding boutique friends, whatever it is, to where you actually have to talk to the person face-to-face, you have to know where you're starting. And that starting point is, I need a lead. For those that have an online store, you know that, look, my end goal is to sell this product, whether it be a course, whether it be a fitness product, whether it be a pair of shoes, then you can transact. So that's really where it starts is knowing that end goal.
1: Well, I love that. I actually talk all the time about begin with the end in mind. So the end goal here is, so let's say somebody wants to do affiliate. They don't even have, you know, this is my favorite thing. You don't even have a product, but you say, hey, you know what? If I go into, uh, in fact, here's a code, ForbesFriends.com. If you go in and you become a click, you sign up for ClickFunnels right now, you can actually make money, right? So how would I go about promoting that if I had a small budget and a little bit of knowledge?
4: If you are being an affiliate for another company, such as yourself or ClickFunnels, is that the question? Right.
1: Hey, yeah. Yes.
4: Yeah. So it's it's identifying the uh this step two would be identifying who's the market I'm going after, right? So we'll um we'll utilize we'll, we'll use your spin gem. So you know knowing exactly who is Forbes's product. Best for? Is it, is it perfect for the busy working professional, the entrepreneur that doesn't have time to get to the gym, that they can pick this awesome product up off their desk and get a quick workout in 30 minutes, uh, or 15 minutes after lunch, whatever it is? If you know that's your target market, then it's a matter of identifying what platforms do they use. Well, the average adult uses Facebook. They use Instagram. A lot of them are on YouTube. So targeting that audience on Instagram, on Facebook, and then driving a message about that product and how it's going to enhance their life. What's the problem? The problem is your time is limited. What's the solution? This product, and here's how it can fix it. Driving that message to that audience, that's the first step in a successful campaign.
1: Now, if people go to impactmarketingacademy.com and impact with a K because they are killing it. They could be crushing it, <laughs> but that would be a C. They could know, they could be collaborating no, I'm just kidding all right but if we go to impact marketing you've got some videos we can watch what am I going to learn here
4: yeah so that, that tool is a, a pretty unique tool that we we've used for quite a few years that we opened up to the public so um, as a, as a, a small agency that's working with big clients, we don't have a lot of time to onboard new employees. So we found a way to uh, expedite that process and allow them to hit the ground running. So we put them through this, this online educational boot camp, essentially. You learn everything that you need to know to run a successful campaign for our clients by going through this. Well, about a year ago, we realized, hey, you know what? There are a lot of professionals out there that could utilize this training for themselves, for themselves as well. So we opened it up. So essentially, what you're going to learn how to do is exactly what we do for our clients. If you need to generate leads, you learn how to do that on Facebook. If you want to generate sales, you'll learn how to do that Facebook, Instagram. If you want to increase the ranking of your website on Google, all of those trainings are in there. So if you're an affiliate, you can go there, watch the correct module, then go and, and sign up to be an affiliate for Spin Gym and actually hit the ground running and get a resolve with it.
1: Oh, I like that. Um, what's your first memory in life?
4: I heard that question last time and it's a great one. I, I, I think it's when I was, I grew up on a farm in the middle of West Virginia, um, believe it or not. So my first memories are exploring and, and running around that farm and having to get creative because I literally had no friends uh, that lived even remotely close to me. So my entertainment came from sword fighting against trees, riding four-wheelers. I mean, so that, that would be it, and it's I don't right, have so any idea second. what so, age so, that was. So,
1: well, but so hang on. So, you know, it's funny because okay. I ask this question. And you're very analytical, but you're only 29. So the first thing you said <laughs> that I find very curious is you said, I grew up on a farm, believe it or not. Well, why would you ever put that into somebody else's head? And i got to tell you, if you want to learn how to do NLP, how your brain talks to your mouth and you talk to other people, you should come hang out with us. Tomorrow night at 7 o'clock is the third class I have of my mentor's NLP training. I created a class with him. I'm in the third week. If you really want to come and listen to that, I would give that to you as a gift for coming on my show today. Uh, private message me on Facebook and that's the best way to get a hold of me I will I will and just say hey you know what I'd love that code because why would you even put there believe it or not what what would make me even think that so what you're saying yeah. is yeah go ahead you put a whole lot of doubt in somebody's mind about who you are just think about why you yeah, say it's, that I- <laughs>
4: That's yeah, funny, because I, I don't mean it uh, negatively when I say that. I right. think it's when people hear that I'm originally from West Virginia, they're like, well, you
1: don't got an accent at all. Um, Right, but, so, no, but okay, so then I, the comeback, no, hang on, but then the comeback, yeah. and this is, what I'm gonna te- this is what I'm happy to teach you, and this is what I coach, the comeback is, you know what, some of our best minds, and I would list three people, probably Albert Einstein, Steve Jobs, or whoever else might have come from exactly where you are, that's where the good ones are grown. You thought we were just growing corn. <laughs> I
4: love that. I love that. But,
1: but to have those kind of comebacks that set up the way you communicate with other people. So I got what happened to you is your first memory, but what decision did you make about life based on that memory?
4: I, I think that's where my uh, – you have to be creative in this space and, and, and be an entrepreneur. And I, I truly – no BS. I really think that's where my creativity came from because I was – I mean I was completely – alone other than my mom and dad i mean i lived on a 250 acre cattle farm there was nobody right, so within here, so here's my 20 question minutes.
1: what decision do you make about life
4: hmm, hmm. i what have decision managed, did i make well, have
1: you met have you managed to do a lot of wonderful things on your own
4: yeah for sure everything i've done has been completely on my own
1: Okay, so stop for a second. So you need to understand that came from your hard drive, that came from the decision that you made very early on, because not everybody lives their life that way. Some people are much more team players, some people can work for other people based on a decision, and you're being alone about that. I know it doesn't even seem like it would connect, but it's what comes up first for you. And that's so that's odd. Part it, of- makes,
4: it makes perfect sense, for sure.
1: And it's the most it's the most interesting thing when I've come to training if you don't like what's going on in your life or you're wondering why you feel stuck it's because everybody keeps going back to their original hard drive training a decision that they made even if you're really young some people make great decisions you know I had a, one client fell out of a tree broke her leg and nobody was there to help her so a stranger came and took her to the hospital her decision was mom and dad don't really love me it's right i'm completely alone and i'll never have to do things with other people Another client actually fell out of a tree as well, broke her leg. Stranger came and helped her, said, Oh my God, strangers are so helpful. I can always reach out my hand and know that people are there. One became a nurse, the other became like this horrible CFO dealing with numbers and hates people. Same incident, though. Isn't it interesting?
4: That is. Yeah, it's very interesting.
1: You know what? I am so bummed. We've actually had such a good conversation. I have 30 seconds left. So, Luke, you're going to have to come back or I'm going to head up to your podcast. Tell everybody the name of your podcast again. Your, your podcast the name podcast
4: is? is? Yeah, the podcast is Attention Equals
1: Dollars. Well, I agree with that. I'm going to pay some more attention so we can all make some more dollars. Guys, it's the end of my Forbes Factor for the week. I cannot believe it. If you are live with us, you know coming up next is Thanksgiving, and we're going to go have a wonderful, healthy, fun feast. But right now, I got to go. So happy, healthy, and wealthy. I'm Forbes Riley, and I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye.
0: Thank you for making the Forbes Factor an important part of your week. Be sure to join Forbes Riley again next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. We'll see you again soon.